11 o'clock tomorrow. Today's not the Dablul Ches Amen Aleph. It's Friday. <clears throat> so we are discussing that if a person was engaged, asked her to marry him, and she was a Nida, we have 12 months, and if 12 months expire, then he get married, he has to provide for her and take care of all of her uh, <clears throat> needs. And you can also give it to eat from after the 12 months. I mean, I'm between Rabbi Tarfan and Rabbi Akiva. According to Rabbi Tarfan, you give her everything you give her is truma, and then she has to sell when she's tummy. During the time of the month that she's tummy, she sells the, the truma, she gets less money for it, and exchange it for chulun. Kodjabakiva, it's half and half. You give her half chulun and half truma. So you provide for her that she doesn't have to go and bother selling it. Says the Gemara, Machlekes, the whole Machlekes is only regarding a Bas Koyin to a Koyin. So therefore, because she herself is a Bas Koyin, so she grew up in a family that she knows how to take care of Truma while they're Tame. So therefore, we can trust her that she won't do the wrong thing. However, the Bas Yisrael, the Koyin, but if it comes to a Bas Yisrael who has no expertise in dealing with Truma while she's Tame, then Dibre Hakal, even of Tarfan, would agree, you don't give her only Truma, you give her half Chulun to take care of her needs while she's Tame, so she doesn't have to go out and sell the Truma and so on. Well, that's, that's point number one. Point number two, Vama Abaya Abaya says, Machlekes, the whole Machlekes is Ba'arus, um, that even if she's a Bas Koyin, and we said of Tarfan, says, give her only Truma. Is and Abigail Kiva says it happened that is a is talking about a Basque while she's engaged. So while she's engaged, she's living at home, and because she's living at home, her parents, her father will take care of her and take the truma while she's tame and sell it and turn it into chulin. Avil Benesu, if she's married, and if she's married, and in a case where she's not living at home with a husband, see that in Machlech, you have to live with the husband, she's not living at home with the husband, and the husband takes care of her through a third party who's like an. Uh, manager of affairs and he has Shahriya affairs and he takes care of all of her needs, then um, <clears throat> everyone agrees. Nobody's going to take care of her and therefore she, we don't want her to go out there selling the truma. As Rashi says, we don't want her out there trying to negotiate and selling truma as um, uh, to you know, make back some money. It's not appropriate, not dignified. So the mother actually is too the qualifications of Abaya are incorporated in the Brais. Tanya Namiha, we actually learned that in the Brais, which obviously Abaya wasn't aware of. Abtarfin says, No, he's not a Hakul Truma, give everything true, but if he was a Master Kulam, Truma half and half. But when it went, that said, Baskoin, Koin, only she's a Baskoin, so she's trained in taking care of Truma while she's tummy, and to be to caution her and so on and so on, take all the right precautions. Abba Bazi, all the Koin, if she's a Baskoin, they were Hakul, and married to a Koin. Everyone agrees, Master Kulam, Master Truma, she doesn't have to take care of Truma while she's tummy. Number one. Number two, a Medrum, when it went, we say, by a Baskoin, only about herself while she's engaged, her father will sell the Truma and turn into Kulam. Abba Bazi, she's married, even Hakul, Master Kulam, Master Truma. Everybody agrees half and half. Because who is going to sell the truma and turn into chum? Now the Gemara brings a few interesting opinions. Rabbi Yehuda Bebseder says, Rabbi Yehuda says, you give her two thirds of it as truma and one third of it chulun, because that's sufficient to cover her time of the month that she is tummy and the rest of the time truma, because truma is a lot cheaper. Rabbi Yehuda says, Rabbi Yehuda says, no, you give her everything truma. Now, the Rabbi Yehuda is saying the same thing as Rav Tarfim, but there's a difference. The difference between, so isn't Rabbi Yehuda saying the same thing as Rav Tarfim, that you give her only truma? No. 
According to Rab when you give her only truma, and then while she's tummy, she sells the truma, she might be short. She might not have enough. The husband doesn't have to take care of all that precautions. According to Rabbi Yehuda, you have to give her a little bit extra truma because she, she, she get, will get less money for it so that she can turn it into chulun enough to, to provide for her to, to take care of her. It'll be, it'll be substantial. Says the Gemara, Rabshim, and the Bryce continues. Rabshim, whenever it says truma, noisila, Whatever we give a truma, we don't want her to go out there and haggle to maybe, maybe you know, give a, bit, a little bit extra truma so that she can haggle and then with the money to cover the chulin that she needs because truma, she'll get less money. So we give a little bit extra truma. No, we give a comfortable amount of extra, excess truma so that when she sells it, converts it, and she'll be cheap. So in seconds, she'll sell it without having to go out there and struggle to find buyers. Then the mission continues. But she's waiting for brother-in-law. Her husband's a kind and he died. And she's waiting for brother-in-law. She does not eat truma. Now, why not? My time, why not? Kenyan, Kaspi, Amarachmana, the Tata says only somebody who had an acquisition that was made a Kenyan with his wife. But hi, Kenyan, the brother-in-law hasn't made a Kenyan yet. Only once he gets married, then it's his wife. But till then, he is there to represent. She's, she is tied through her brother. She's not tied directly to him. So when the husband died, the Kenyan, with the husband evaporates, is, is gone. And it's only when he marries a Yavam, then she's considered his wife, she can decide to eat truma again. Trace actually holds my Taita, definitely he would be able to continue eating truma. It's only Midrabbam that we talk. Says he further, she worked six months for the husband. Sorry, she waited six months with the husband and then six months with the Yavam, or 11 months and three weeks and whatever, and that many days. With the, with the husband and one day with the young, since she didn't have 12 months, she's not yet entitled to all of these benefits we said before. And then it says, if, also, if she was 11 months and three and a half weeks, whatever it is, with the Yavim. Now that you said in front of the husband before the husband, that no, she's not uh, entitled to the 12 months, it's not count as one 12 months. If now you're by, if you were 11 months and three weeks with the Yavim, of course it doesn't count. Mostly right. Um, the husband is, is, is she's not a title, even though it's almost full year. Surely with the young mom's a full year, not a title. That's how Rashi and Tesla is a little different, but that's how Rashi Then the Gemara continues. Zu Mishnah Rishayna. This is the opinion of the first Mishnah that after 12 months she's entitled to everything. But the Mishnah Khan says you gotta wait till you get married. So, says the Gemara. Um, <clears throat> um, my time though, what's the reason? What's going on? What's the difference? What, what was the mission first impression? The second. Even after 12 months, what happens if they get eventually get married and find some kind of a defect that is so, so, so terrible that it unravels the whole thing if she ate from her when she wasn't entitled to? So therefore we wait. Now, so then you have to ask a simple question. So what was this, what, what was our thinking in the beginning? Why 12 months is all right? And then we need to change our mind. If you remember, we had an argument with four. What was the reason that a woman cannot eat from it? Is it because of simpan or because she might feed it to her family? Now, if it makes sense, uh, and that is as follows. In, first, we thought, we thought first that what the main reason was because she might give it to her family. But after 12 months, the husband now will give her a separate room not to make sure he's not going to feed the whole family, only her. So he gives a separate room so there's no chance that she will pass on the truma to her family. And besides, but then we change our mind. We're simple. We realize, how second, there's another issue. The issue is defects. And if it's defects, who cares if it's before 12 months or after 12 months? It's still a problem. Elder Yehuda, Yehuda said that it always was simple. 
And, the mar- and, and therefore, after 12 months, did all the investigations, he did the, the chances of being a problem is not really a problem. But the other one says that is not sufficient. There's still always a, a possibility that you're going to find more, more, what do you call it, more mumim, and therefore it's not good enough. <clears throat> yeah, setting about it further. Um, Mishnah. Okay, now we're going to later on that certain obligations that a wife has. In fact, in the, in the next few pages, all the different obligations from wife to husband, husband to wife, which we're learning right now, are seven obligations of wife to husband, and depending how many maids they have, the obligations are reduced. What are she has to earn a certain amount? She has to earn a certain amount. And uh, the weight, you know, she has to do weight of, uh, of wool, of making strands of wool, the vertical strands of wool. She see, you know, um, um, the value or the weight of five slime. That's called Maisia there. That's her obligation to him. And his obligation to her is to provide for him. We had it before, right? a different obligation that he has and she has to him and he has to her. So it says the Mishnah, Hamagdish Maisidish, if he goes ahead and consecrates the work of her of his wife, Harezu she can continue working and, and eating, and it does not become Kaidish, as if he does not own it. And we're gonna wonder why, because everything that she earns goes to the husband. So why can't he consecrate? We'll see. That may say, what about Hamoise? Anything she makes in excess of that amount. And he says, I want anything in excess to go to Hegdish. Now, we know later on, according to one opinion, that he provides for her for the work that she does for him, the five column. And the excess is he has to give her some spending money, a more kesser every week to take care of her own personal needs, whatever they are. And um, and so, therefore, each one gives is entitles her him to something else. For the mezainus he gives her, he gets a maizidah. For the extra markesev, he gets her moisev. So what about he consecrates a moisev? Meir says hegdish. It does become hegdish. That he can. He can make that hegdish. We'll see later what's the difference between moisev and the maizidah. And Abiyah Chassandra says chulin. No, you cannot consecrate either. It remains chulin. First of all, we have a very fundamental argument in Avuna Lishlotich. Avuna says that the, the purpose is the, the, the providing for her and her handiwork. According to Avuna, it's really out to help her, that she should have enough to live on comfortably. And therefore, but to compensate the husband, we give her the handiwork. But if she says, I earn more than you, I don't need your help, she has every right to say that, and the husband cannot intervene. There is an argument if she can later on change her mind, she doesn't want to work anymore, can she say to her husband, okay, let's now go back, revert back to the old way that you provide for me, or fa-fa-fa-fa. once she said, I don't want your help, that's it, it's over. So I don't want you to provide for me, I'm not going to provide you, I'm not going to give you the, 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 the mouth I have to give you. The main takana was to take care of her, to provide for her. The only reason why we said that her earnings go to him is he shouldn't be upset. I have to provide for you and then you can earn yourself and keep your own bank account. Um, if she says, don't provide for me, don't do anything. She has every right to say that. <clears throat> so that's one thing. <clears throat> um, um, 
makes the last question. It said we had it before. That the provision is for her work. Sounds like the main thing was the main takana was that she has to whatever she earns goes to the husband. But to compensate her, we said he has to provide for her. It was a cash and a hood. He said the other way around. I said no. Revise it. Amos say tiknu ma'isa yada tachas mezaynis. We were masakin that her earnings should be instead of the providing. No, but he really provides her. That's the main takana. In fact, let's use our mission here to support Abuna because it says here, if he decides to sanctify the earnings of his wife, had a yaisla chelis cat. She continued working and eating all the food. Now, my love, what is the occasion of Zainus that he prepared to provide for her? And yet she can say, I don't want your provision, therefore he doesn't own her, doesn't own her handiwork. Was like, no, but she ain't a Zainus. He doesn't have what to take to provide for her. That's why she he can't consecrate. Think what he became a Zainus, my member, of course he can't. What right does he have if he's not taking care of her? Says the Gemara. I feel in the most part of the question is, I feel the man of the Lebedee, the one who said that master can tell a servant because he owns a servant. I say, Imi, I want you to work for me, but the ain't on the As cruel as it sounds, I'm not going to provide for you. Go to the community and get charity. You have to treat him equal. You have to treat him as an equal. Then the, and we're going to have a more condition that we're going to have one pillar. Got to give it to him. Is, is, um, is, is lie. You can't do that. Surely your wife, you can't trade. I'm taking all your earnings. I'm not providing you. You can't. So what's the, the Kiddush? Says the Gemara. Um, no, no raya from her to Maybe really he, he had, if she, if he provides for her, he can keep her earnings whether she likes it or not. And Amish and this and 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 the, and Amish is talking about that he's not providing for. Her. If he's not providing for, her, of course, and, and sorry, and, and be providing has, um, if he's not providing for, her, of course, he cannot consecrate. So what's the chiddush on Mishnah? The chiddush is safe. The chiddush is the end. Moise, the excess. Amir said Hegdish, he couldn't make it Hegdish. We'll see later why could he make it Hegdish. If he's not providing for it, why could he make it Hegdish? Now, Yechlesandah says, Chulin, that he cannot turn into Hegdish. This argument is It's a very fundamental argument whether a woman can say to the husband, I don't want your excess, your provisions, I'll take care of myself and I'm keeping everything that I earn. Don't say the reason, Amir, why you could consecrate. But there's another argument we have that Adam Makdish Davish Can you make a transaction about something that will happen, but there's nothing here? In other words, there's Nothing really for the transaction to form. A mayor says that uh, that um, generally speaking, we'll see any more later that a person can be makdish a There's two things: if you can be makdish a for example, the the fruits of a tree that haven't grown yet, or a baby that hasn't been born yet, so only inside the mother's womb. That's a davashalay baloyim, and then there's a lid davashalay baloyim to a baby inside the womb. It's not yet here. Or the case we learn later that after I convert, right now the person hasn't converted yet. So now, don't tell me the reason why the mayor holds you can consecrate because she hasn't earned it yet, and it's a loy bala ilum, and the mayor is consistent with his view. That's not really the point over here. And what's the point? Because you can sanctify something which non exists. The swara the mayor is because you can force. You can force her to give her all the earnings because according to the Shlaki, you know, she doesn't have the right to say, I'm going to opt out. Simply because he owns her earnings, he can say to her, I want your hands, which are in existence right now, to belong to Hashem, to its creator, and therefore everything he produces goes to Hashem, the excess. So he never said those words. 
you know, you, that your hand should become Kaidish. He's talking about the excess itself, which is not Loi Bala Says, told us in Erechen, another thing. If a person makes a vow that he will give the Erechen of a baby less than 30 days old, no such vow. So obviously, he didn't mean Erech, he meant the value, has some value. So, Susan um, Mayer says, Ain't other much you don't have say words in vain. As if he said to you, Kachi, you as if he said that, he meant that, he meant the hands. And says the Gemara instead, you're saying not because a maid holds a person can sanctify something that doesn't exist, but he could. But so the maid, he can't. But Tani learned how English a guy says to a woman, you'll be engaged to me after I convert. He's not yet in the world. After you convert, after I'm set free, these are all events that haven't happened yet. Your husband will die, or let's say his wife's sister, when your sister dies, I'll marry you. And all of these instances are amazing Kadeshas, even though it's non existent right now. Says so, Rishwaki, you're right. I may hold that, but that's, you don't have to learn that that is the basis for what he's saying over here about her excess, why he becomes consecrated. That's, yes, correct. Not from our mission, because here you could interpret the hands are here. Hamay said, the excess of Mayor said, Hegdish, Amas Kaddish, when exactly does it become Kaddish? Right now, and we'll explain in a minute what we're talking about. Right now, while she's alive, he cannot consecrate her excess, but after she dies, he inherits her. So therefore, that's when the, the Hegdish is chal, and everything that was an excess goes straight to Hegdish. He can even do it while she's still alive. Habib, but the most tries to understand what's going on in the public, trying to understand what's going on. Never mind. What's the case? If we're talking about a case where he actually gives... He, he provides for her, and he gives also the extra spending money. So he's entitled to everything. Is my time in the Goddess? Why only after she dies? Even while she's alive, since he gave her, gives her the, the stipend, he has a right to keep that excess. And he can consecrate if he wants to. That looks, it must be talking about. He doesn't do anything if the obligation he has to. Why that while she's alive, he can still consecrate it? So the order we're talking about a case, the oil of the Mila Mazinus, he's actually providing for her, but the Mila Morkesa, but he's not giving the extra stipend for her needs. So he's giving her the Maisiadah. So in other words, he's providing for her Mazinus. So he owns her Maisiadah, but he's not giving her that stipend, so he does not own the excess. So what's the argument? Rabishmol sorry, he Her earnings are of the providing her, so he, he owns her earnings, but more But the more kesef. That stipend is for the excess. And since he's not giving the stipend, he doesn't own the excess, so he cannot be Makkish or while, she, while she's alive. But after he, she dies, he inherits her, he takes her back. Keep looking, you have a little more Kesef, Moise is his. About the Barabba Sabra, about the Barabba holds, Tikmu Mazenus Tachas Moise, about the Barabba holds, no, that the Mazenus is that the provision we give you her excess. Umar Kesef, and for the stipend, Tachas Moise, you get all the earnings. So therefore, since he's not giving the stipend, he, he owns. Um, he owns her, um, her uh, what do you call it? He owns, uh, the, um, since he's giving her the provisions, he owns her excess. Therefore, he can be matched. What's going on? He might be, what's the argument? That which is common for that which is common, providing for her and her working, earning the basics, that is common. So therefore, that's how it works. That's Rabbi Shmuel. But a Marshav, Rabbi holds it, meted the kayets, that fixed amount of stipend, the more kes, the meted the kayets from the five, the earnings of five shkollim, they they, com, they they compute and the excess is due with provisions which is, doesn't have a fixed amount. Okay, we'll stop here and um, we'll continue with